Hello and welcome to Beyond Networking, the show where we help you build a sustainable career and a meaningful life with the power of human connection. I'm your host, Brian Miller, and this week we are in between seasons. Season four, which was entitled Year of the Pivot, has ended. It was a lot of fun. We learned a ton from individuals and organizations all over the world who made monumental shifts in 2020 into 2021 in response to COVID, the pandemic, to keep their business alive and continue their mission. It was a lot of fun, but now we are heading into season five. I can't believe we're already heading into season five. It doesn't seem like so long ago that I started this show back when it was called One New Person. But yes, this fall, somewhere around September, maybe October, we will be entering a new season of interviews. But in the meantime, in between seasons, I'm going to be bringing you weekly, or as weekly as I can, uh, I have a baby now, (laughs) I'm going to be bringing you weekly short-form solo episodes. These are almost always companion audio episodes to my YouTube channel. So if you want to watch these instead of listen to them, you can always go to youtube.com slash Magic. Or you can go to beyondnetworkingpodcast.com, click the most recent episode, and you'll always see the video right there in the show notes. This episode is all about the lessons I learned recently from starting to return to in-person events, in-person experiences. You'll find three lessons or three takeaways from my recent in-person experiences, and at the end, you'll hear three questions you should ask yourself before you either attend or certainly before you plan your next in-person event or experience. I hope you enjoy. Thanks so much. I recently worked two events for living, breathing audiences in the real world. It was wild. (laughs) Since March of 2020, I've been virtual, like so many in the live event industry. From keynotes on the human connection revolution to communication workshops for corporate teams and nonprofits to leadership retreats for students to family-friendly magic shows. What was once unknown territory, like is it even possible to engage an audience from a webcam, became my bread and butter, my daily routine. Not only could I engage from afar, but I could enchant, delight, inspire, and provoke real change all the while spending quality time with my pregnant wife and subsequently my firstborn son. The pandemic taketh away, but in many ways, the pandemic giveth. And then, out of nowhere, vaccines rolled out in the U.S. so effectively and so efficiently that requests for in-person events just spiked. In April of 2021, my inbox flooded with inquiries to rejoin the real world as early as June, and... I had to make a decision. And in this video, I'm gonna share with you three lessons I learned from doing those two in-person events in one industry. By the way, my name is Brian Miller. I'm a former professional magician turned author, speaker, and consultant on human connection. Lesson one, people are desperate for human connection. There was so much energy and excitement around the fact that we were actually hanging out. My favorite aspect of both events was having people come up to me before and afterwards to chat. Those are the extra moments that have been sorely missing from most virtual experiences, where the virtual medium dictates that we blip in and out of existence instantaneously at the click of a mouse. 
I was totally in my element having the nothing conversations during load-in, setup, and teardown. And so too did audience members enjoy having nothing conversations with each other. Like riding a bike, I found myself taking advantage of the opportunity to make connections, real connections with a subset of the audience even before starting the event. I would ask about their hobbies, their interests, their hopes and dreams, or even just complimenting their shirt or, or telling them I liked their hat. So this is my first takeaway. Small talk isn't so small after all. Don't be afraid to talk about the weather, the traffic, or your new shoes as you readjust to socializing. Anything that gets you into a conversation is a step towards true connection. And as a side note, you can learn seven foolproof ways to start a conversation with anyone without looking like an idiot by going to www.softskillsarehard.com. And unfortunately, you do have to type www. I'm, I'm working on getting that fixed. Lesson number two, attention spans are abysmal. So this was a problem well before COVID, to be fair. The 20 years previously of digital revolution did a number on our ability to focus across all generations. But after 18 months of isolation and virtual only experiences, focused attention has noticeably atrophied, even from its lackluster pre-pandemic state. There's a 2020 study that reports 99% of people admit to multitasking during video meetings. <laughs> That's a problem. Frequent multitasking is associated with depression, social anxiety, and even trouble reading human emotions. We all just spent a year and a half multitasking all day, every day. So it's no surprise that our ability to focus has disappeared. To be clear, I don't think this is a teenage or young adult or Generation Z problem. It's a human problem. We are at a crossroads. Do we cater to non-existent attention spans by stripping all of our communication down to bullet points or sound bites? Or do we work together to redevelop the skill of focused attention? I choose the latter, but that means I'll probably have to be prepared to be frustrated for a while. I think it's worth it. So the second takeaway is this. If you want others to give you their undivided attention, lead by example. Put your phone away, turn off your notifications, and drop everything else you're doing when a friend, colleague, or loved one wants to talk. Demand more from yourself than you do of others, but also be patient. We have a long road to recovery. Lesson three, anything in person is better than virtual, no matter the conditions, right? It seems that after so much time spent as avatars trapped inside a rectangle, inside another rectangle, inside another rectangle, Anything in the real world is better by default, isn't it? I mean, that's what I'm hearing from both event organizers and from audiences. No matter how difficult the conditions are to safely host an in-person event, it's still better than Zoom. I'm not convinced. And honestly, I'm not sure many people are. Recent studies indicate that 73% of employees want flexible remote work options to stay. We might say we're ready for everything to come back, but are we really? Or are we all just afraid to admit the silver lining to an otherwise devastating year? Simply sharing the same physical space as someone else does not make it a meaningful experience. That was never the case. It has always been about intention and attention. When you're debating hosting an event, in-person versus virtual, 
you need to answer one question first. What is the event for? Is it for efficiency or collaboration? If it's for efficiency, then you should definitely make it virtual. If it's for collaboration, then there's a follow-up question. Will the conditions of your in-person event aid or prevent collaboration? And so the third takeaway is this. We need to be very clear why we're hosting an event. And if the conditions of that event make us more or less likely to succeed, choose the medium, in-person or virtual, based on the goals of the event and the needs of the people, not how it feels at a gut level. So the pivot back. Over the next few months, my schedule is bonkers. An in-person magic show one day, two virtual speaking engagements the next, an in-person speech the next week, two virtual workshops, a virtual magic show, and four coaching calls the rest of the week. Here are some things I still love about virtual events. They're time, money, and energy efficient. You get work-life balance. You get total control over the environment. They're more equitable for non-traditional students and employees to attend events. Here's what I still love about in-person events. The before and after tidbits of curiosity and connection. The interruptions and distractions, which often make the most memorable moments. The messiness of gathering in the real world makes us more likely to fully invest in the experience. I asked my friend and colleague, Caroline Maley, to weigh in on this topic. Caroline is an experienced strategist who previously spent 10 years with Cirque du Soleil as the head of VIP events and concierge. Here's her take. When creating events, there is always a tendency to start with the most exciting part, the activities, the speakers, and the guest list. It's so easy to throw ideas up in the air and get carried away in the creation process, but what gets lost amongst all that commotion is purpose, the reason the event is being created in the first place and the driving force behind each ensuing moment of connection. Purpose comes first, always. But instead, it gets sprinkled on as an afterthought or included somewhere along the way just to tick off a company mandate. Wise words from Caroline. And by the way, you can check out her episode on the Beyond Networking podcast above or at the link below. Ultimately, the questions for all event organizers, meeting planners, and company leadership are the same, regardless of whether the event is in-person or virtual. And they are, what is the purpose of this experience? Do our attendees understand the purpose of this experience? And will the conditions make it more likely we are successful in achieving the end goal of this experience? Yes, we are excited to be hanging out again. And yes, I am pumped to be in front of living, breathing people on a stage, feeling the energy of the room, riding the waves of laughter and the tension of silence. But now that we have 18 months of practice in virtual experiences, let's not have our excitement Get away from us. In person is finally an option again, but it's only one option. That's it for this week's episode. If you enjoyed this, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel if you aren't already. Thanks so much for sticking with me. My name is Brian Miller, and always remember our world is a shared experience. Every interaction is meaningful, and every person you meet, even virtually, is important. And I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.